Thank you everyone for being here and thank you to our sponsor Anchor. Since I started my podcasting journey, I found Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast and many others. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app now. Go to anchor.fm, A N C H O R.fm, and get started. Download the app. It's very easy. Anchor.fm. Thank you. Namaste. Welcome everyone to Divine Human. I am Maria Martinez and today we have lovely guest Donna Fairhurst. She's been with us before in our last conversation we talked about forgiveness. So today we're going to explore a little bit more of forgiveness and some of the other work that Donna does. Donna is a life and soul transition coach and the chief evolving officer of Soulful Solutions. She empowers her clients to create powerful pivots through any challenge and live on purpose with creativity and passion. Uh, combining psychic abilities, oral imaging, healing energy modalities, and practical tools for daily living, she empowers her clients to their highest level of awareness here and now. Welcome, Donna. Such a, so lovely to have you with us today with your beautiful energy. Thank you, Maria. It's always such a pleasure to join our energy. You're awesome. Thank you. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Tell us something that we don't know about you. Um, well, I don't remember how much we actually discussed the last time, but I was born legally blind. I survived polio, cancer, through two divorces and three near-death experiences. I've been an entrepreneur. I've been a teacher. I've traveled the world. And um, through it all, in my 70 years, young, I have discovered a lot of uh, principles to live by and create calm and centered sacred soul self in my daily living and, and in my teaching. Beautiful. I, like, I really love that because that's so important to living a fulfilled life and living our soul's mission and soul purpose and having balance and creating flow in our life. So tell us a little bit about your journey to arriving at that, this place of stillness, mindfulness, so connection. Oh my goodness. Um, I don't think there's a challenge that I haven't had to face, including death. And uh, dying three times, I've actually died four, but I don't remember the first one. Only my parents told me about that, what they remember. Mm, um, very interesting. Three times that I've died and come back and, you know, I, every time I came back with insights and messages from spirit and as I progressed through my life and it, none of these times was I teaching from this when, mm -hmm. when these experiences happened to me, they were the stepping stones, the ladder to God, as I call it, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm the yo-yo. Uh, I'm, I'm currently writing a book. I've just been published, but I'm currently writing a book called, and my working title is yo-yo to God, because I feel a little bit like a yo-yo, you know, I, I envision the cover as a God's hand and a, and a string and me in a fetal position as the yo-yo going up and down. Mm -hmm. because That's a little bit 
of what my experience has been like. And yet each time I've gone to the other side and come back, I've come back with powerful principles and tools for living a, a life of calm and purpose, mm -hmm. uh, no matter where I am, what I'm doing or, or what's happening in my life. And then I was guided uh, by my, my beautiful husband and my soulmate to step into this power and begin to teach it. You know, he kind of said, if not now, when? And from that, the principle of now, here, nowhere wrote. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And I'm sure a lot of uh, listeners are wondering, what does she mean by dying? Did she, were you flatlined? Um, can you tell us a I little bit about I was flatlined. The first time it was for three minutes. The second time it was for seven minutes. And the third time it was for 11 minutes. That's a long time to be physically, technically, you know, dead and, and come back. Mm -hmm. And um, I had the uh, surreal heavenly experience of being in my body on the table, also in spirit, outside the table, also in spirit, in a journey, which mm -hmm. taught me immediately that even on the other side, we're multidimensional. Multi uh, you know, the hologram, the matrix didn't get it too wrong. You can, you can be in a lot of places at a lot exactly. of times observing many, many things, including other lifetimes and other relationships, all at the same time that you're integrating. And for our human mind, uh, that's a little hard to uh, interpret, you know, the kind of the first time around. And mm -hmm. I, I never talked about it for probably 20 years. This is really interesting because when we, when I talk about lifetimes, past lives, when I talk about uh, parallel lives, I get the question, how does that happen? And how do you know that's true? And for me, it's because I see it. I see the, the parallel lives opening up. I see the past lives opening up. I see all these timelines opening up. So for me, I know it's true because I can see it. And now you just uh, share with us that you've seen it yourself. And, and that awareness and tapping into our infinite consciousness, the wisdom, knowing that we are consciousness, knowing that everything is conscious, and then we can tap into that wisdom that is there, the ultimate consciousness that we are. I, I believe that that's what allows us to see and be uh, omniscient and omnipresent, to see everything at the same time, and to know and, and perceive, gather the information that we're meant to see and learn from, so we can come back, either share it or learn from it, and, and step into the next version of ourselves. That's yeah. absolutely true. And we're always having a conversation of God. I really believe that Neil Donald Walsh put it best when he said, we are God godding at mm -hmm. every moment in time. We are experiencing God through our integration of spirit and God is experiencing us, experiencing us and, and humanity through, through our human bodies and our human experiences. And we're meant to grow, uh, I always tell people, especially my clients, when they're really in the thick of depression or whatever challenge they're dealing with, what are you learning right now that you mm -hmm. didn't know before this challenge? What are you mm -hmm. discovering about yourself? Mm -hmm. We really um, don't define ourselves or grow ourselves through easy street. Mm -hmm. It's our challenges where we have to step out of the plate, outside of our box, mm -hmm. and grow our spirit and lean into the strength that we actually always have within us if we're right. all to tap into it. Beautiful. 
all of these experiences that you had, when you came back, were you ready to share that or, or were you still in, in processing mode or trying to understand what that was? What do you think the purpose of that was for you? The first time I was just happy to be back. I didn't want to be there. I wanted to be back with my children. I was a young wife in a foreign country with young children. And my husband wasn't even aware that I had been medevaced out of the country to another country for immediate surgery and that I had, you know, literally died on the table and mm. uh, went to the other side, was met by my father and a whole bunch of people that I knew. And I said, I, I'm, I'm not staying here. I have to go back. And um, they said, right, it's your gate. It's your choice. And I came back. So what I learned from that and, and what I found that experience, what I felt was the everlasting bigger than you can even imagine love that all there was is love. And I, I'm talking, I walked around for months feeling it and thinking well, all there is is love. I'm sure everybody thought I was like the ever ready bunny. I just wouldn't give up <laughs> talking about love, but I didn't talk about the experience that, that made me believe that mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. when we talk about love and hate and pain and gain, but at the bottom of everything, there's always love or there's not love. Mm -hmm. So the experience of being in infinite love, in infinite unity, where that was all there was, mm -hmm. was incredible. What and a powerful experience. The second time I, I knew what was happening. I, I knew what was going on. I, re I recognized it pretty quickly. And I had a lot of questions. And I asked a lot of questions. And I was given the choice. To whom? To, well, it was, it was almost like there was a group of, first of all, I was met again by my father. He always is the first to meet me. And I saw a group of lights and soul circles. And it was interesting in that experience, everybody presented themselves as the colors and lights that I saw them in when I was blind and all I saw was light and color. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. and color is subjective. The colors that I saw as a near blind child were much deeper and brighter and different than the colors that you imagine that you see. Mm -hmm. And so when I saw everybody through the lens of their color, I could see their emotions because their colors changed when their emotions and their activities changed. So when I went to the other side and I thought I knew what all this beautiful color was and it just came at me. And mm -hmm. it was like being in this huge psychedelic swirl of Mandela of bursting colors. And, and every time somebody moved to me, the color expanded. And, and that was for, a, you know, like a full minute of it, that was like, I was just in this color bath of energy and love. And then that kind of succeeded and pulled back away from me. And then um, my father came forward. And then some other what he described as the guardians came forward. And these were like 12 pillars of light. Mm -hmm. And these 12 pillars of light had the power to, to speak with me, except it wasn't speaking. It was feeling. It was the language of love and the language mm -hmm. of feeling. I just felt the emotions and knew what they were, they were telling me. And um, at that point, they said, you're not staying, you're going back, because this is this is a message for you to be in purpose with your mm -hmm. life, to be mm -hmm. on purpose, with purpose. Mm -hmm. However, you know, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, whatever's happening, whoever you're with, it's not mm -hmm. what we do. It's the, the purpose that we bring to it, whatever mm -hmm. it is. So 
Wow, what a message. Yeah. Message of being present, showing up fully, being in your awareness, being heart center. What a beautiful, powerful message. So that it, how did that change your life? Oh, well, I came back and I, I didn't really change a lot at that time. I, I was integrating, but it did ultimately um, help me to leave my marriage of 23 years and, uh, you know, establish my own identity. And while that was hard and really challenging and very sad at the time, it was something that was already in the process that I refused to recognize Mm -hmm. and deal with and uh, in retrospect my marriage should have ended you know at least 10 or 15 years earlier I never had the courage to step into my power and so because I didn't do that I experienced a lot more pain and anxiety and tragedy around the ending of the marriage than was necessary because I didn't trust my inner voice you weren't listening to yourself I wasn't listening you know my heart was telling me my heart was speaking I wasn't listening I was in my micro monkey brain you know the ego map that just wants to keep you safe and not have too many changes in your life so Mm. that was a powerful lesson in self-determination and self-regulation and Mm self-love and even though it was hard and I didn't at the time think I was going to survive it in fact I contemplated suicide very deeply twice and Mm -hmm. went through a deep depression while I was doing that. And yet even those challenges brought all the lessons back to me. And I started to explore spirituality in new ways. And I started Mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, live with the great teachers, Shakti Gawain, Barbara Mm -hmm. Marks Hubbard, Wayne Dyer, Neil Mm -hmm. Donald Walsh became a a, a Mm -hmm. friend. I did, I I was attended his very first seminar that he gave. Beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. how amazing and powerful. What a beautiful lesson in resilience. Mm. Resilience and not giving up because you know when we face challenges, sometimes we feel unresourceful. Sometimes we feel uh, like there's no way out or there's no way forward. But if we stay and we trust and we believe and we find the resources like you did like many of us have done, then we can find that solution. We can find the way out. We can climb back, back up to our, our connection with ourselves, balance with ourselves. Beautiful. We, we always have that connection. It's the degree to which we listen to mm-hmm. uh, the heart wisdom that is integral. And, and it's always there in infinite unity. If we don't have it within ourselves, we can reach into the field and be open to receive. Mm-hmm. we'll get the support that we need we just have to trust it right trust trust, trust. is huge radical trust is what i always say mm. that, like you know diving in <laughs> all in eyes closed if you need to because we're a lot of times we look for where is it i don't see it so that you just get to dive in fully with radical trust and then that will be there absolutely Dana, tell us about your book that you just uh, uh, written, that you just published. Um, I'm, I'm a contributing author in a compilation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I belong to a community of, uh, it's called Women Like Me Community. Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, the group was started by a lady named Julie Fairhurst. No relation. We discovered each yeah. other online. We're both life coaches and uh, we follow each other. And um, mm-hmm. it, it's so funny because my name is Donna Fairhurst. She's Julie Fairhurst. 
Her sister-in-law is Donna Fairhurst, married to a man that had the same name as my husband. We're not related at all. Perform, but we've connected soul sisters. <laughs> yeah, soul sisters, one of those divine missions. And she called me up. I had I've been working on uh, a couple of books for a long time, and never really getting much further with them. And she phoned me up and she said, "All right, this is it. I'm going to write this group book of what women um, messages from my younger self because we have a lot of really mature and wise women in the group, and you're one of them. And I'd like each one of these women to contribute." what they would tell their younger self now, if they could talk mm-hmm. to themselves now. And she said, but I want to keep this really simple and really sweet and really tight. 150 words, no more, no less. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. And I tend to procrastinate when it comes to writing. So I jumped in right then and typed, just type, 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 type what I would tell mm-hmm. myself. And then I hit word count and it was exactly 150 words. I hit spell check. There was no spelling errors, which is amazing because I've just downloaded <laughs> download it. I just hit send. I didn't even think about it because I thought if I, if I might, and you trust it, I trust it. And that's, that's right. an example of having a purpose, being on purpose, staying with purpose, mm-hmm. trusting the purpose mm-hmm. and just flowing with it, you know, knowing with it, growing with it, flowing with it, and ultimately you glow. So these messages from my younger self are really powerful. Mm-hmm. The, the women that contributed were amazing. I can share my message with you from it. Yes, I, I, actually, that's one of the questions that they usually ask in these interviews. What would you tell your younger self? Yeah. Uh, well, I said, life is going to be harder than you thought, yet not as hard as you may imagine. You will fail more than you succeed, yet grow mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually more than you can ever know. Even when you feel alone, there's always someone somewhere thinking of you and wishing you well. Mm. Spirit guides and angels abound and hearken to your every whisper. Ask for help when you need it. Give it when you're asked in that manner that's in the highest good of all concerned. Forgive easily. Speak your truth. Be generous with your time, your money, and your heart. Seek out inspiring people and live from heart-centered awareness. Engage in creating a better world for for all. Never buy into shame, blame, guilt, or fear. Leave the world a better place than you found it. You're Mm -hmm. a human being, not a human doing. Mm. I love that. What a beautiful message. Of awareness, wisdom, connection and self-compassion it's beautiful well there are some very powerful messages from some powerful beautiful women in it uh, the book is on kindle and on amazon and all of the proceeds from the kindle edition and the ebook are going to raise money for breast cancer mm. so it's uh, it's beautiful. a paying it forward as well beautiful and what's the name of the book women like me community messages to my younger self Okay, great. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Thank Beautiful. you. Donna, so what other message? So this is a similar question for the audience that is listening, that is thinking uh, either, you know, I've done all the work or I'm still doing all the work, not quite there or not quite having the success that I would like to have. What messages could you share with them? Don't stop. Never, never give up on yourself, never give up on, on your people, on your tribe, on, um, you know, in your heart of hearts, you know, those two, 
three, 10, however many people that you can call at any hour of the day or night. Don't let yourself get stuck in your head, stay in your heart, um, and practice radical forgiveness and sacred soul self every minute of the day, regardless of, of what's going on. Beautiful. What practice can you share with us regarding uh, sacred soul self? What is a daily practice that, that can, they can easily integrate to their own morning or daily practice? It's really simple. Take a be deep, deep belly breath right down into the belly. Tap on your heart and say, I am enough. I am enough. I have enough. There's always enough. There's always enough. There's always enough. I am enough. I am good. I am love. I am, I am loving. I am loving. Lovable. I am lovable. Loved. Loved. Oh, I, that's a beautiful mantra that I share with my kids. Very yeah. powerful, but it, it's what we seek every day. You know, that's the journey that we're on seeking love. But if we get to recognize that it's already within us, it's already available to us. It's already here in the now. It's not out there, it's in here. So thank you for that. I think with, with love and with sacred soul self, it starts always with what you declare yourself to be. And that always starts with the principle of I am. Because when you say I, that stands for intention. Because everything that comes out of your mouth as a message or your heart as a message via your mouth is an intention that you're sending to the universe. And when you say am, that is bringing in awareness to manifest. I am aware I am manifesting. I am manifestation. So mm -hmm. every word that comes out of your mouth should be something that is contributing to your higher good and the higher good of, of all concern. If it's not, then I advise everyone Use your heart to express anything negative that is going to come out of your mouth as a legitimate feeling, as a feeling. I am feeling this. And if it's negative, if you're feeling angry or feeling sad or feeling lonely or whatever that negative feeling is, it's really important to get it out of your body, to get that energy out so it can dissipate and be nullified. And the way you do that is expressing it as a feeling and then following it up with whatever capability or whatever power that you need. I am love. I am peace. I am joy. I am productivity. You know, so if, if I, you know, I often feel like I'm procrastinating or spinning my wheels because I take on too much always. And then I think, wait, monkey mind, why did I do this to myself? So then I go, I am calm. I am love, I am peace, I am capable. Mm -hmm. I will get this done, mm -hmm. even if it means rescheduling. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and what that does, it brings, it brings you back to your heart. It brings you back to your awareness. It's like pulling your spirit back in into the present moment now and expanding your bandwidth and your capacity and then creating more flow. So that's a beautiful practice. Beautiful, thank you for explaining that. Donna, if they were interested in getting to know you or working with you, how can they find you? Where would they find you? 
Uh, the best way to reach me is through my website, www.donnafairhurst.com, D-O-N-N-A, capital F-A-I-R-H-U-R-S-T.com. On the website, you'll find all my contact information and info email to contact me personally, my schedule of services, uh, my calendar, and also uh, when I get this uh, link from you, all of the podcasts I do, all of the articles I am a part of, anything that I've done publicly online is on there for anybody to view and really get a good feel for what it's like to work with me and, and uh, what it's like to be in the field with my mm -hmm. Beautiful. And, you know, I really uh, enjoy spending time with you because there's so many directions we can go to and so many interesting lessons like your near-death experiences um, or death experiences that we can easily spend a lot of time in, in, in that lesson and that knowing and that learning. So, you know, again, love to have you again and we can dive into one of your experiences or other of the modalities that you share uh, as your contribution to the world. Thank you so much for being here, Donna. And thank you everyone for listening. And we look forward to seeing you, talking to you, sharing with you very soon. Thank you, everyone. Namaste. Thank you so much. That was great.